strong and deadly stuff with my dad. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Now I have sex fives of times a year. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. We need to strive for liberty, lift yourself up on your feet, let's get it on. So, uh, I'm trying this song today, what is this? Uh, you'll recognize it in about 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, it's a little bit uh, over-distorted there on my, my mix. i got to get a better version in the future. <sighs> get yourself up on your feet. Let's get it on. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little, hey, hey, everybody, start your day, right? And then uh, you'll recognize this this gentleman's voice here. But they don't really realize, though. It's making me homicidal. This next verse, <laughs> though. These bars... Now this is the full version of this is this is the album version of the song that we are familiar with. Yeah. Oh, this is the the whole Poopity Scoop yeah. song. Gotcha. And when I dubbed it in, I clearly did it too loud. I apologize for everybody's speakers vibrating. Live from Studio something or other. Oh, something or other. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Rudy Giuliani. Apparently, yeah. We went on Hannity last night and uh, threw a wrench in the gears of the whole Stormy Daniels story. Well, and now going on everybody this morning. Back in the news. As is Stephanie Clifford's uh, promoter, so-called attorney, and the whole freaking Stormy Daniels thing is back in and the news. so did Trump tweet just like an hour ago that he did pay yep. Stormy Daniels? Okay, yep. so that's a, that's a change in the story. All right, what it yeah. means, I don't know. Right, that's the question. Uh <laughs> Well, so you got that, which is nice. All right. right. So Rudy goes on Hannity and just aborts out all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Trump paid Stormy Daniels. No, no, no. Cohn didn't pay her. Trump paid her. Because if Cohn paid her, why was that a problem? Or, of course, it was a a carefully honed strategy that Rudy went and did that. Yeah. Carefully honed. But why was it a problem? They they had to clear that up because... Because it was an in-kind contribution to the Trump campaign. If Cohn paid her... Right. Out of which, his pocket, that was a contribution to the Trump campaign. Right. Gotcha, and it wasn't disclosed. Right. Which is a minor crime. But right. um uh but now so the to, to get out of that trouble, they feel like by saying, No, 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 Trump paid her himself. And or depending on who you ask, Cohen is ready to flip. And so Rudy and Trump are sending him the message, no, we got you covered. We're not gonna hang you out to dry on that. But so don't flip on us. Uh, but again, there are many theories, and we'll, yes. we'll play the uh, portions of the interview that are relevant. But the most interesting part was to me is Rudy said, 
Cohen takes care of people like I take care of clients. It, it, Trump didn't know anything about this. He just writes checks. I have clients like that, too. I don't I don't bog them down with the details of stories. Super. Can you imagine having a life so complex hmm. <laughs> that your lawyer is paying six figures to porn stars to keep you out of trouble? And it doesn't even bother to tell you. Sign this check. It's not even, I don't want to busy your pretty head. All right, fine. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Thank you for your fine uh, representation. Says who? That's quite a lifestyle. Yeah, but at the heart of what is at the heart of this? What does any of it mean? What the hell are we talking about? It's a TV show. It's a yeah. TV show about Donald Trump. I think that's go. what we're talking about. You know what? You're right. That's it. Um, it's anyway. the latest plot twist on America's favorite drama, Keeping Up with the Trumps. In which they got a new character who's 80-year-old Rudy Giuliani. Anyway, let's introduce everybody on the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing okay. I've been meaning to do this for a long time. I think this weekend I might actually do it, where I go through the closet and find things to uh, either give away or, or sell. I mean, actually put on eBay. I, Good I've idea. Meant to, you, know, you can get... sell anything. If, you, if you're willing to take the time, there are people that sell you know, a pair of socks in good shape. Although, Michael, if you've ever heard my hit song that I wrote and performed, I believe, one, maybe twice, entitled, Senorita, Would You Like to Buy My Shirt, um, the price you're going to get will not be impressive. Well, I just wonder, yeah, if the shipping, shipping the thing is going to cost me but more. But it's more than, than nothing. Well, you can charge them. Well, if time is money. Well, then that's a different question. Yeah. The people uh, who are selling socks for $2 a pair apparently have plenty of time for that sort exactly of Exactly no, my <laughs> point that Michael is not those people. I, I mean, if like a profit of $0.04 cents is worth an hour of your time, sell your socks. I was thinking like an old, you know, an old VCR or old, sure. you know, old, like what is that stuff worth? You, know? you know, get but, more pleasure hurling it off a building. But if you get you get a fish and a posting it on uh, eBay or Craigslist or whatever, Craigslist you don't want to do because then you got to go meet the people. That's really right. too much time. That's yeah. why I won't do Craigslist. But you mail it off on uh, eBay. They pay the shipping. Sure. You come out ahead. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Somebody Mm -hmm. might need it. All right. I'll give it a shot. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. And uh, some researchers have a theory that Beethoven, the the, the composer, not the beloved St. Bernard dog of the 90s movies, (laughs) right? Uh, Thanks for pointing it out. The guy who wrote the music. He uh, may have had an irregular heartbeat, and it inspired the way that he wrote his songs. They're saying that uh, he wrote his songs that had strange rhythms. They're going through looking at sections of various things. They they isolated this thing. Uh, here's a section of one of his string quartets, which is supposed to sound like a heart arrhythmia. So his, his heart went thump, 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 thump. <clears throat> thump, 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 thump. Is that the way it worked? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. But mm. I, I find that fascinating. And there's some sort of life-affirming metaphor in there, right? Mm. Like, if you got a if you got an irregular heartbeat, make music out of it. I, I don't know. That seems like That's a... That's a lovely metaphor. I think the story's horse crap, but let's hear, <laughs> let's hear the clip. This should be our opening music. I'm for that. Finally, some culture around here. I'm liking this. What's this called? Uh, Girls in the Summer. B flat major something something. They didn't. They weren't good at naming songs. I wanna hump you. Girls in the Summer would have been a better name. (laughs) Baby, be my baby. (laughs) That's that's a better name. So, I'm sorry, get to the arrhythmia part? I don't know when that part is. What a ridiculous story. <laughs> so, this, he wrote this song because this, he had an irregular heartbeat. This is what his, this entire thing is what his heart sounded like to him. That's mm. what I'm taking from the story. There you go. Yeah, right. There you go. 
Uh, there is Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? I'm all right. I made another dump run and casino pass yesterday. Actually, though, I didn't hit the dump this time. Did hit the casino, and once again, kids, let my experience be a cautionary tale. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, I was thinking we were getting breakfast. <laughs> the odds are always with the house. I am not bringing home the bacon today. There were no beautiful <laughs> people <laughs> laughing, <laughs> smiling, dancing, and winning yesterday. So, wait a second. The billboards I see on the interstate, everybody's smiling and laughing. Not one of those people were in the casino <laughs> yesterday. I tell you what, if I was a chain-smoking old Asian lady hunched over a slot machine, yeah. I would demand a slot on one of those billboards. Come on! Yes! Why, why, why aren't my people up there? Why? Racism is why. Yes. I want a chain-smoking old Asian lady on my casino billboard. They need a grim, overly tan old woman hunched over a chair right. looking miserable with a little thing up in the corner that says she gets $350 a month from Social Security. She spends it in the slots machines. Come to our casino. Yeah. All there was yesterday was smoky sadness. <laughs> oh, boy. Smoky sadness, the title of your new album of Torch songs. Like uh, Rod Stewart style, Marshall sings the exactly. old songs. I'm Jack Armstrong. on iTunes yeah. today. He's Joe Getty. On this Thursday, May 3rd, the year 2018, we're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here's a... Uh, Here's the beginning of the show, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. I wanted to thank you for your welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife. That's the <laughs> French President Macron actually accidentally saying, instead of saying delightful wife or whatever he was going to say, he said delicious wife. Uh, accident or <laughs> <laughs> report on their date. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, he was speaking of the Australian Prime Minister's wife. You have a delicious wife. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant to say. Uh, or did I? What are your other headlines, Marshall? A stunning twist in the story of the porn star, the president, and the payoff. Could be another breakthrough in U.S.-North Korea relations and Kanye haters stepping up their attacks. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. I feel like I need to say this every time, but there's no law against paying somebody to keep their mouths shut about you having sex. <sighs> you can do that. You can do that anytime you but want. But then he lied about it. To the press, which you can, you can do also that too. do. Yeah. You can lie to your wife. You can lie to the press. You can do that, too. Uh, what are other headlines? I mean, I'm, how does mailbag look? I'm sorry. It's uh, still coming together. Great deal of outrage about the Boy Scout thing, I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Boy, they. You know, I saw one commentator say they felt like this was some sort of moment. And it might have been. Might be. I wonder. The Boy Scouts going away. I wonder. Uh... It's uh, it's painful. Could this be the, the, the creaking noise, the pendulum swinging to its farthest point? Nah, Who knows? I think it's more likely past the tipping point of ever going back. Oh, no, the, 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 the ball has flown off the pendulum and is now hurtling into space. Yeah. Anyway, we got all that stuff coming up. And yeah, the whole Rudy Giuliani story, if you didn't hear it, he went on Hannity last night and uh, made more complicated the whole Stormy Daniels thing. So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, Sean, what did cable news anchor Mika Brzezinski do on MSNBC this morning that you believe we should play later? Well, this was from, I believe, her Instagram post. Okay. This, this reeks of an, an, a corporate meeting saying, hey, Mika, we need you to be more social media present. We've had those meetings, aren't right? we? 
And so she posted a minute-long video of her... Well, I here, let me see if you can figure it out. <laughs> Is that enough? Should I stop now? Coming up. Was that her and Joe? Mina Brzezinski. <laughs> I mean, her and, and Joe Scarborough. Scarborough. He's tick, she's tickling him in that special place. In their place, marital bed. And he's snorting. Stay with us. <laughs> God, he sounds just like a pig. Is that enough? Should I stop now? Wow, you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> oh, God. Mailbag. Uh, Mika Brzezinski massaging a pig coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Stay with us, won't you? First, our freedom-loving quote of the day from one John Adams, founding papa. Advocated a more powerful central government than many others did. Second president. He was the first, uh, he was in the first truly ugly, divisive, slanderous, stupid uh, political campaign for the presidency. He was Thomas Jefferson. He was also the first one-term president out of the first, what, four presidents up until his son was a one-term president. Right. Only two of what the first eight presidents were one-termers, and they were both Adamses. Whoops. At any rate, John Adams, in a letter to John Taylor, 1814, said, and I quote, Remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There never was a democracy yet that did not commit suicide. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Am I just a negative person or whatever? I think that's guaranteed to happen. Yeah, all the signs. For reasons that Adams could explain, or you could explain right now, if you like. <laughs> well, I don't know. All the signs are there, though. Aren't they? Yeah. It's a miracle it's lasted this long. People just get better and better at jobbing the system and worse and worse at sacrificing for the good of their fellow countrymen. And uh, we're at a point now where the scammers are are just world-class good to the tune of a trillion dollars a year. Moving along. We're talking about uh, virtual reality yesterday. And uh, Frieder... Writes, there's a high-end VR system, the HTC Vive. Ooh, I like the sound of it. That's right. the one that you guys used. Oh, oh that right. is yeah. a good one. And yeah. it's and that was a couple of years ago. It's probably way better now. What'll that cost a guy at this point, you know? Uh, so the actual unit itself uh, is, standalone is about 600 bucks. You can buy it with some VR-ready computer bundles in the neighborhood of about $1,500. Okay, because you need something really yes. good to run it, a good computer. Yeah. Anyway, my only concern with buying a lot of technology is... um. When the new stuff comes out, it's worthless. It'll be a doorstop. It's absolutely worthless. Yeah. Uh, may, you know, they might go to a subscriber uh, platform method. What am I looking for? Model. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where you swap it out, like getting a new DVR occasionally. A high-end VR system, uh, the HTC Hive, comes with a demo program that's an elevator ride that takes you to a top of a skyscraper, complete with elevator music. At the top, the door opens, and you're looking out into thin air with a pirate's plank sticking out, oh. as in walk the. Um, if you look down, you see the street with traffic far below. The program now tells you to walk the plank. The scene is so real that almost everyone who plays this game has to strongly convince themselves the scene is not real before they can make themselves take the last step off the plank. Oh, my God. And about 20% of players cannot take the step, even though logically they know the scene is an illusion. When you do take the step, you plunge to the pavement and die. Spoiler in, alert. In, in the <laughs> simulation. Well, what, why don't they have you, like, have a, a, a parachute come or You sprout, sprout wings and fly. Why would you have us die? Wow. So uh, I, I love playing with that thing. It was amazing. 
So as I was talking about it yesterday, the uh, the way our brains work, um, we take in audio and visual information, and then so it's completely convinced something's happened, as it should be. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's actually happening. If I, I, actually, I have one of these things. When I play, uh, there are certain games where you kind of like swing through trees or whatever, like a Spider-Man style thing, and, and I will catch myself... Like when I try to land, I put my even though my feet have never left the ground, I put my arms out to balance and sure. kind of and steady sure. myself as yeah. I land. It yeah. is but so weird. Will our brains adjust if you fool it enough times? Does it stop taking the information as seriously? And you become completely psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're walking down the street and a bus is heading toward you, and you just you That's just no let problem. it. It's yeah. a virtual rebound. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye was right. We had a number of uh, notes about Kanye West. Steve writes, he was spot on when he said people could be freed if they knew they were slaves. Almost the entire black population is enslaved by the Democrat Party, by their policies and desires for a dependent people. Uh, They're intentionally being held down, etc. If they knew how much better off they'd be if their leaders were conservative or libertarian, they'd never vote Dem again. All right, that may be. Uh, What Kanye is saying, good morning. I think I know what Kanye is saying with the slavery choice drama. He's unfortunately poorly paraphrasing Frederick Douglass and not being specific enough. I've read Tim Sandifer's great book. Perhaps he's trying to explain what Kanye may be saying. But to horribly paraphrase myself, Douglass himself escaped slavery by finally standing up to his master during a beating. That's when he became free, before he actually escaped captivity. Well, you could be right, Matt. I don't know. Um, I, I I see a similarity between Kanye and Trump in that supporters have to explain what they meant. Yeah, Kanye right. says all sorts of stuff. When he's more than capable of explaining himself, if he'd like to, but... Such um, as right. Kanye once said, My greatest pain in life is that I will never be able to see myself perform live. <laughs> ah, right then. Uh, let's see, on the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, Jessica in beautiful Santa Rosa, California, writes, earlier today you were talking about Boy Scouts changing their names because they were forced to let girls in. That is not the case at all. Their membership is down, so they are recruiting girls to make money and keep the organization going. I did hear that. They are marketing to girls about how much better Boy Scouts is. The Girl Scouts are not happy about it because they know how important it is to have a place for girls to thrive. As a Girl Scout mother of two Girl Scouts, I can tell you that the activities the girls do vary depending on the troop. There are many things available to the girls, from camping and hiking to science and technology, everything in between. It started, though, the attack on the Boy Scouts with the whole, you got to have gay leaders, and then when they decided not to do that, tons of giant national corporate sponsors started pulling out, which really right. damaged the organization. Yeah. And that's what started it that direction. Yeah. Uh, Judy saw a uh, a picture on her, a meme, if you will, on her Facebook page last night and showed it to me. It's a teenage girl. Uh, and there's a Boy Scout emblem, and she says, Camping was great, and now I get to be a mommy. Mm. Mm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. Mm. Sleeping bag for one plus guest. <laughs> Let's see. I wanted to be a Boy Scout my entire childhood, writes Emily. Hated Girl Scouts. Yes, I was a tomboy and had an older brother who was an Eagle Scout. My mother kicked me, my, my own mother, who is a district leader, kicked me out of Girl Scouts. However, there was an outdoor co-ed group called Pioneers that my parents signed me up for, and also Outward Bound programs. I don't think the Boy Scouts should have to let girls in, even though I would have joined in a heartbeat, etc. There are alternatives out there. Boys need a safe space, too. <laughs> Boy Scouts BSA, what does that stand for? What's the B stand for? Bisexual? What's the A stand for? Apathy? Bisexual scouts of apathy. <laughs> I won't have it in my America. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, boy. So Marshall's got his news coming up, and we'll get into that. What did Rudy Giuliani say on the Armstrong and Getty Show? in mind, we do have Mika Brzezinski massaging a pig for some reason coming up. <laughs> okay, get that later. Is that some enough? Reason. Should I stop now? Reason? No, no, don't stop. Um, but we better get to the news of Marshall Phillips. Well, Rudy Giuliani, now one of President Trump's attorneys, says the president did not know the full details of his personal lawyer's arrangement with a porn actress until maybe ten days ago. Giuliani telling Fox Michael Cohen was... Because it just... He never asked... He'd heard some of this stuff about an affair with a porn star and how the whole country was talking about it all day, every day for weeks, and she was on 60 Minutes, but he hadn't gotten into asking anybody, so did that ever happen, or just, he was uninterested. Rudy? No, President Trump, oh, who oh, just yeah. found oh, out 10 yeah. days ago about yes. this arrangement. All right, well, he's busy. He just, he wasn't, he wasn't, you know. He's been trying to bring peace to the Korean Peninsula, Jack. The 60 Minutes interview, all that, he just, he was just never really on his radar. He doesn't watch TV. <laughs> A lot at night. Giuliani telling Fox that Michael Cohen was reimbursed for making a $130,000 hush payment to Stormy Daniels right before the 2016 election to silence her allegations of a sexual encounter with Trump. But Trump did not know at the time. Giuliani saying Cohen didn't even ask. Cohen made it go away. He did his job. He didn't know about the specifics of it, as far as I know. But he did know about the general arrangement that Michael would take care of things like this. I'm telling you, all of this could have been avoided if they had, from the beginning, just said what was obviously true to everyone. Yeah, he's a crazy rich guy, and sometimes he gets with babes. Yeah, and sometimes they threaten to blab, so we pay him off. Period. I think the whole thing is built on the Carmela Soprano principle of you're a, you have affairs, everybody knows it, but you don't humiliate mama. You keep it on the down low. And I think that's what this is all about. Trump has vowed that he would not humiliate Melania with his affairs. Right. So now they're making up all sorts of ridiculous stories that nobody believes anyway. And it doesn't matter anyway. And the whole, I heard old uh, Stephanie Clifford's uh, lawyer saying, uh, this could go to a a tax charge. uh, They may have taken an illegal deduction. Okay, so Trump has to write a check for 20 gur or something like that. Seriously, that's what this is all about? President Trump was tweeting this morning that the reimbursement to his lawyer, Michael Cohen, was done through a monthly retainer and had nothing to do with the campaign. Nothing to do with the campaign. President adding the uh, arrangement was used to uh, stop the false and extortionist accusations made by her about an affair. Well, that's the way you stop extortion, by paying them off. See, that's ridiculous, too. The whole t- Everything they say is silly, but I just don't think it matters. We got the long version of yeah. uh, Rudy being on uh, with Hannity last night. We'll play that for you coming up in a little bit. It's pretty interesting. How old? Are, do we have an age on Rudy Giuliani? You come up with that. Ageless. He's America's mayor. Rudy's <laughs> got to be like 80, 81, right? I was thinking eight, it starts with an eight. Yeah. Wow. No, 73. Se- oh, really? yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, so come on. He's about the same age as the president. They seem like they're 15 years apart. I noticed in the interview he talked with his hands above his shoulders a lot. <laughs> right. I don't know why right. that is, but he right. was doing this a lot. <laughs> wow. 
Meanwhile, now that's some gesticulating. He seems way older than yeah. Trump, and they're about the same age. Yeah. Just like Trump and Hillary are the same age, but she seemed older. I think Rudy's dentures were poorly made way back in the day. He's long had the kind of odd denture thing You'd going. You think he could get the best, like yeah, the but... kind that fit your mouth. Yeah. Meanwhile, Stormy's lawyer, that'd be Michael Avenatti, reacted on MSNBC this morning. The American people should not have their president stand on board Air Force One and blatantly lie to them. Oh, come and on. And have his surrogates Tell out there Michael. lying to the American people this about $130,000 payment around a campaign and a subsequent cover-up. We're going to tell the American people the truth about bit sex. by bit to uh, keep her career going. About sex. You yeah. get to lie about sex. That's, well, a, right. that's just the way it works. I don't understand why Giuliani or Trump or somebody says, yeah, we lied. We we're covering up an affair. What part of that do you not get? Well, we'll play the Giuliani thing because yeah. I have some questions. And since you almost went to law school, maybe you'll have the answer. <laughs> I'd be delighted to, to rule. On another matter, President Trump is hitting at the release of three Americans being held in North Korea. Yeah, see, we got to wait for Stormy Daniels to talk about Americans who are being held and tortured by a foreign regime. CNN and and MSNBC are pulling down their pants. And I'm not talking about the Mika and the Pig clip, which we'll get to soon. Oh, oh, oh boy. Um, so, so they're just absolutely humiliating themselves trying to be the Stormy Daniels channel. It's horrible. Right. Now, meanwhile, to brave Americans being held by an evil regime. On Twitter, Trump saying the former administration had long been demanding these three hostages be released from a North Korean labor camp, but to no avail. He went on to tweet, uh, stay tuned. That tweet coming after reports the three men had been moved from the labor camp to a hotel near the North Korean capital. Tell you what, even one of your crappier, like, by-the-highway hotels is a step up from a labor camp. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. He's teasing ahead the release of American, like... What's the, what's the term? Political prisoners? Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> making it about him, him. But that's okay. Right. Hey, honey, there's, a... there's hair in this bed. And I don't think the shower is clean. Darling, we were in a work camp. This is a nice yeah. hotel. <laughs> the TV doesn't work. Is Motel 6 better than a North Korean labor camp? We'll put that poll up. Nice. Meanwhile, I actually am a Motel 6 Super 8 sort of guy, so I joke. Meanwhile, people are calling on Adidas to drop Kanye West over his comments about slavery. Oh, and a, shut up. Got an online <laughs> petition going around asking the company to distance itself from anyone who thinks slavery was a choice. You know what? I think May 3rd. May 3rd, 2018 is the day fake outrage died. I just felt it die. There was a disturbance <laughs> in the force. I swear to God, I think we have passed the tipping point in America. Yeah, I don't think this is going to catch. Do we have another ridiculous thing Kanye West once said? Oh, yeah. Um, let's see here. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Con- quotes from Chairman uh, Kanye. I hate when I'm on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me. Like, oh, great. Now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. <laughs> what? You, you said go. that. <laughs> wow. Kanye's great. I love Kanye. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Here I'm Strong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation. He's insane, but I absolutely love that he exists. You couldn't invent that quote. That's just... (laughs) (sighs) We'll hit you with Giuliani on Hannity last night. Uh, The president tweeted about it later and this morning. We'll discuss. Michael Cohen was reimbursed. Says who? Actually, um, says Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) 
on TV. I also want to talk. Uh, uh, I had a conversation with a medical professional yesterday. What he or she said me told me about the state of the industry will uh, you'll find pretty interesting. Oh boy, yeah. As they are uh, they are retiring, and I asked them why. So it's it's not it's, it, re- it reminded me exactly of the story we heard about the teacher shortage. Why there's fewer and fewer teachers, right? Stay tuned for all that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, said he wants to help create meaningful long-term relationships, or as they're known internally at Facebook, human interaction agreements with optional intimacy clauses. (laughs) I think Mark Zuckerberg was like, you know what, maybe if we get people laid, they'll forget about all the stolen data. (laughs) Do we need, don't we have enough online dating? I mean, no one goes on Facebook today. You go on Facebook to stalk people you used to date. Can you imagine your user agreement with a spouse? How many pages would that be? <laughs> yeah, what did I say? I saw an article yesterday about micro-cheating. And, uh, oh, yeah, I saw that headline. Catching people that? micro-cheating. That's if you somehow get into your, let's say in this case, a woman gets into her boyfriend's phone and sees that he liked the picture of a co-worker. She's in her bikini at the lake. Sure. And he liked that picture or comments on it and says, wow, looking good or something like that. Micro cheating. Right. Yeah, I'd like microaggressions. I think you need to keep micro in mind. Although that's a little. Uh, I would say it's not a good sign. I tell you what. I would never do that. If I happen to grab Judy's iPad, I'm looking for the what's that? The guy's number. And uh, there she is liking some coworkers shirtless picture looking buff, Jim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, whoa, 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 right. what? But it, but it's not, you know, so it's micro-cheating. I don't know. And I'm supposed to be concerned I get that. It could lead to more, Joe. Oh, no. Uh, we have him on the show all the time. We can just bring on Micro. We can ask him if he's, what's going on, Micro? So in a few minutes, we're going to play a little bit more of Rudy Giuliani on with Hannity last night. It has set the, uh, at least the Beltway crowd into a... A tizzy over the Stormy Daniels thing and where that all is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is the more discoordinated messaging from the White House or a clever maneuver? Well, it's clearly a strategy. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. My question is why. So I'll ask you that since you almost went to law school. Yeah, but I didn't almost run the Trump White House. I mean. And we actually have an, a, a real lawyer on later in the show. We'll talk about some of the legal problems that exist. Right. As usual here on the Armstrong and Getty Show, we'll get beyond the spin and they're rooting for one side or another and try to figure out what's going on. Because I, I want to be vague about this story because I uh, promised it was off the record. So I talked to a medical professional yesterday, and he or she is leaving the medical profession. Or pro- staying. <laughs> no, leaving. Oh. Uh, I won't say why because I don't want to narrow it down to anybody. And, you can't, and, if, you, and if it's anybody who, who, who knows my orbit, 
I got like 10 doctors, yeah. and I know some of their friends. Yeah. So, so it could be anybody. This already reminds me of conversations I've had, but please go on. But anyway, so this person is leaving the medical profession, and they are a specialist. This particular person, he or she, loves what they do. Absolutely loves what they do. Because I, Well, I said, I heard you're leaving, and I said, that's bad news for me because I, re- I really, really like you. And uh, I said, but I always ask teachers, cops, and people in, in, the, in the medical profession when they're leaving, is this just something you want to do? You want to leave? Or are there push factors? This person said 100% push factors. Mm. And I said, so what's the deal? And uh, said, just so much now with paperwork and electronic records and dot and I's and cross and T's that you just, you don't get to spend, I don't get to spend time doing what I want to do, what, the part that I enjoy wow. about the business, and believes that patients are suffering because of the it. The corporatization of medicine. And the person basically said, you've, you've gotten me started. I don't know if I can stop. And I said, go on. So I ended up talking about this for quite a while. And uh, this particular person said that they have a lot of coworkers also leaving the profession, also 100% because it's just a drag now. Hanson. Used to love it and now hate it. And it, to me, as I was listening, and in fact, I told this person, I said, this it sounds exactly like uh, a couple of months ago when the story came out that there's a teacher shortage all across America. Doesn't matter whether it's rural, urban, you know, upscale, downscale, whatever it is, t- everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and and so we started asking teachers, and it's not the stuff you usually hear about teacher pay or whatever. It well, was almost it, entirely the paperwork crap. It's worth pointing out that the entirety of the media coverage was, it's about money. Sure. And then we asked actual teachers, and they said, no, not true. It's I just, mean, more money would be nice. And they said, in effect, the same thing as this particular medical professional did. I got into this. I used to love doing it because it was about the students. Now it's not about the students anymore. It's about all the freaking paperwork and everything you have to do there. So it's not enjoyable anymore. Same thing the medical professional said. It's not about the patients anymore. It's the hours and hours I spent on these electronic records. And then then this person got off on something as funny. I was talking with Marshall yesterday. How when you go to the doctor now, at least when I do, they give you this list. Are you taking any of these medications? Well, this is the same list you gave me last time, the time before, and for the past five years. And many of these medications that I've said I haven't been taking for years still show up on I the list. I haven't started again because I don't have that. <laughs> no, I don't need whatever painkiller that was for a hurt ankle. That ankle stopped hurting when you treated it five years ago. Right. I mean, and, and he pointed out the electronic records haven't helped anything. He or she. <laughs> pointed right. out that it hasn't, they might be transgender. It, it actually hasn't made things more efficient. And I said, I know. I mean, it's obvious from a patient's standpoint that the that the you all sitting down at a computer i said one of the things i like about you you're one of the few people that walk in and look me in the eye i've had a doctor's appointments where i swear after they left they wouldn't be able to tell me you know what color hair i have or, or anything about me because they never stopped looking at the computer yeah, yeah they almost never look at you but they're forced to do that he has they've lustrous got, red hair by the way they've got like 40 different screens down they have his waist <laughs> they have to have like 40 different screens that they have to check off on sure to go through before they yeah. even get to like their first question just etc cetera, etc cetera. Right. so we're driving teachers out of uh, uh out of schools because of really centralized planning is what the problem is regimentation and, yeah corporatization yeah and driving uh, medical professionals, really good ones. This is like one of the best in the country at this. Driving these people out of the out of work when they don't want to leave because you're just making them do crap that doesn't help anybody. So we need to do a doctor panel. Let's uh, talk about that after the show. I think we absolutely need to talk about that. Uh, it's funny you should bring this up. We got a nice note from Tony the Caustic Mormon, one of our favorite correspondents, um, who is uh, what? Can, can I wear a stethoscope during the doctor panel? Sure. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Back to Tony the Caustic Mormon, <laughs> Sean the Moronic 
producer. <laughs> um, he mentioned that uh, our conversation with Dr. Scott Atlas from the Hoover Institution was so awe-inspiring, uh, he suggested to his medical school that they have him come speak, and he is indeed doing that. He's flying out to the school to do a presentation. He has he has so many wonderful, common-sense, easy-to-understand reforms for medicine in America, but they will not happen because there's so much money at stake and so many bribes and legislators and the rest of it, and it's we're in so deep at this point. It's very discouraging, but it could be straightened out. You know, if you're the hopeful sort, I'll give you hope. It could be straightened out. But, I don't know, the powers that be are aligned against it. Such but it's crappy. I've had, in the last 15 years, I'm trying to, at least five of my general practitioners have either left uh, medicine or left the big company they worked for and said to me, this is horse crap, I can't do this anymore, which is unbelievable. And three of them in particular were great, and I hated it. The one, it ought to be running a delicatessen. He shouldn't be a doctor. <laughs> and I wouldn't need it as deli either, but. God dang it. Mr. Hit and Run. You know the whole, uh, we're only allowed to spend a minute 45 right. with every patient? This guy was ahead of the curve. It was like a minute 15, and he was, boom, gone. I'm still bleeding, and he's gone. He's out. Click. Door closes. <sighs> Doctor panel is going to be great. I'm going to wear one of those like head mirror things too. <laughs> this is going to be so do- much fun. I don't see how this is, uh, you know, again, is this a pendulum or is this just a continuing toward uh, crapville crappiness until you get to crapville? Um, until I, we're all standing at the VA saying, "I've been asking you for 15 months for an appointment," or you know, or uh, teaching just gets worse and worse until you can't get anybody worth a crap to do it because they've made it so miserable. Something new will then spring up, but there could be a really rough period in between. In yeah. both cases, I would say. I found that depressing. You don't like good people leaving the medical profession because they've taken the fun out of it. Yeah. Or the patient care out of it. Yeah. Well, that's the fun, actually S- taking care of people. Stormy, Trump, Giuliani, oh my. Oh, coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah.